Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am um, really eager to share what I have uh, for insights to share with you today. And I, uh, I, I, I titled this section, Are You Waiting for the World to Awaken? Because so many people right now with what's happening in the world are, it, it's amplifying this tendency we've had to look outside ourselves for the answers, to look outside ourselves for the change, and to try to manipulate the parts outside of us so that we feel wholeness, so that we can finally be free. And the world, the more we do that and we live in separation, the more the world is going to reflect what that actually creates. It will never create wholeness. We can only arrive at wholeness, which is what's going to let the world change when we connect more fully within and meet those unmet parts and connect with where we feel fear or we feel empty, or we feel unworthy, or we feel angry, or we feel hopeless, or we feel powerless. And that is the only place it can complete. And the outer world is going to keep playing it out and playing it out and playing it out like bigger, bigger, bigger ways until we see, because everything outside of us is a mirror. And it will keep showing us where we're living in separation. And so this session today, um, is really an invitation to let everything that's happening in the world be an invitation, be a reminder to return to wholeness, to, to connect back within, instead of saying disconnected and looking for it out there um, as a way to return to wholeness and a way to create harmony in the world and literally create heaven on earth because our world is meant to be that. And our world is always gonna be a reflection of what we're holding. And if I'm in separation and fear, even if it's only 2%, no, really, I'm not in fear. Maybe I used to be in fear, but now I'm good. But we disown that 2%. We don't want to acknowledge it. We're going to project it onto someone else. We're going to project it onto the world. We're going to project it onto others and make them wrong. So let's look at what's happening in the world, not as a way to have more stuff to fight for or fight against, but as a way to actually receive something. We are the only ones waiting. We, I'm waiting for my own return to wholeness and not waiting on the world to change or the world to awaken. And then I can finally be free. So with, with such great compassion, I wanted to share today's topic and, and really look at for myself um, where I've been waiting and thinking it's outside of me. Because what I've learned from that is that is yet another uh, disowned part of self, you know, and then I'm going to try to make everybody else awaken or have it or get it. Finally, they get it. Now I can be free, but it's actually really just another way of disowning this part of myself where I feel empty. So welcome. Thank you for being here. I'd love to hear where you're tuning in from. Um, and hello to everybody who is on the thread here and Instagram as well. We have uh, South Lake Tahoe. Hello, Kim. The Big Apple, Shia, PEI, someone on Facebook, Christine from New Hampshire. Hello from Switzerland. 
um, Daniela. So happy I found you. You're helping me so much. Oh, that's beautiful. Facebook from Anguilla, New York. Rachel, hello. Tammy from Fort Lauderdale. Someone from Montreal. Jersey Mike, ready for expansion. <laughs> Pua from Kansas. Awesome. Thank you guys all for being here. <clears throat> Kelly. Hi, Kelly from Boston. I know Kelly. Hatha, my self-observation of observing my body. There are continuously feelings of sadness, fear. What do I do now? I'm not feeding it with equal level thoughts. Yep. Beautiful. Just observe it. You don't have to be it. You don't have to be the one fighting, answering the questions. Oh, I just got to get the questions answered. So many times we give the steering wheel over to the child, to the one who's uh, hurt the wounded self, right? And it's like, let me just get the answers. Let me just find the solution. Let me just be an advocate. But we don't actually have power because that's not the true self. So all the advocacy work in the world will be completely empty and, and ultimately powerless, meaningless, uh, if it's done from that space, because that is not our place of power. It's our place of the ego or the false self or the brokenness. And we don't have power there. So you'll find like, I'm just kind of moving around the parts, keep myself busy, but not actually creating the change I wish to see in my life or feeling more whole or more abundant. So let's look at this. Um, I took a lot of notes on this one um, because there were so many points that were coming up for this. I feel like I could do a whole course just with this topic. Um, so I want you to first sit with, am I waiting for the world to change? And what that will look like is judging and blaming others. Like, oh, why did they do this? And if they would only do that, uh, complaining, oh my God, can you believe that da, 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 da. And, and I'm not just talking about in the realm of global events, but this is like really where I wanted to go with this episode. Um, you might be doing it with like your sister or your husband. Oh, and then he did this thing again, right? So then I'm powerless, but it's his fault. So we just got to start looking. And this is like, for those of you who are actually ready to step into power and start living heaven on earth, abundance, fluidity, I am so grateful for my life. I'm living in my highest purpose, my highest contribution, and the world is reflecting that back to me. This is what we're moving into. But there's some stuff to clean up along the way, which are like the tendencies to put the power outside myself. And that is the global thing that's shifting, right? We've globally put our power in the authority, right? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what they tell me to do. Tell me what to do. So then the emptiness is going to be avoided or the fear is going to be avoided because they're going to save me. And like, look at where this gets us, right? Because like the universe is just going to keep turning up the volume on, are you seeing it yet? Are you seeing it yet? On what it looks like to give away our power, right? Oppression. And so will I make a new choice? Huh? Maybe if I connect, I have my own wisdom, clarity, and insight. And then we just got to learn how do I connect? Which is really what all the stuff I'm doing is about, right? Take a breath, soften your body. That's a great start. The big premise that's opening right now is where we are living with the powers outside of me. So I got to work really, really hard to fend for myself. Uh, the 
authorship, authority is outside of me. It's not up to me. I'm just a bystander. I'm a victim. Um, and I'm separate, right? Like I'm a physical being, so I'm lacking. If I got to get the thing, it's over there and I have to get it. And now I have it. And if I have it, you don't have it because everything's separate. So lack. And these are the three big lies that are the premise of their reality that's falling away now. Okay. The truth, and so for those of you who don't know me, um, I'm a physician. I stepped out of the conventional, you know, trauma, critical care, ER world and have been for the last seven or eight years solely um, developing this work of mind-body medicine, how the mind and body are connected, how the body heals itself. And it's actually way bigger than that because the body not only heals itself, self-healing, self-regulating, the body is also transmitting information, receiving information, sending off signals. And that has everything to do with what you're living in your reality, what's happening in your world. So in your world, you either like have enough money and you're like, I'm good, I'm free, or like, oh, I always have to work really hard. In your world, you either are free, loved, and appreciated, and expressing your truth, or you're like, oh, I have to do this thing I hate. I have to please everyone else. I'm not free to be expressed. Or like, I don't even know what I really want. I don't even know who I am. I'm just going to do what I'm told. Um, in your world, there's either prosperity or like everyone's struggling and you know we're all slaves. It's, it's not about the world. We think we're living in an objective reality and we're really, really not. And there's tons of studies in brain science to show this. It has everything to do with what you believe. And then that's how you're going to experience everything. So the major premise I wanted to share today, there's a few of them. The first one is we are electromagnetic. We are pure energy. We are not separate. We are not purely physical. We are not primarily physical. We are primarily energy. And as the physical, we experience it in that realm we're separate, we're lacking, we're threatened, we have a beginning and an end. As uh, an energy, I am pure energy and consciousness, I don't have a beginning and end. I already am whole, even if I'm not experiencing it as that. And um, I'm not separate. I'm connected with everyone everywhere. The other principle of this is that what we resist persists. So everything we reject. I can't believe some people are so greedy and they only care about themselves. I can't believe some people are just so clueless and why can't they see everything I reject? I'm going to have to, my system will project. It will project it onto another and then I can see it because everything's here to be seen. And if I'm not going to see it in myself, no, I'm not a judgy person. I don't judge people. I just try to accept everything, right? But it's like, oh, yeah, you're totally holding something that you're not willing to see. Like, there's some judgment in there. And then you, like, judge the other person for being judgy, for example, right? So could you start to see, am I complaining or projecting? Am I in rejection of what is or these other people? And that's when you begin to see, oh, wait a minute. It does that live in me, not just the judger, but rejecting a judgy person or rejecting uh, people who are closed minded, 
right? So if you're waiting for the world to change and you're frustrated about all the people who don't see it the way you see it, what are you rejecting? What are you judging? What are you not in allowance of? Because you think you need to change that thing or change those people and then you can be free. So where is my freedom conditional? Where is my peace conditional? And if I'm waiting for the world to change or awaken and then finally we can get on with it, I'm not at peace. Where am I not at peace? Where is peace conditional? Can't be at peace because so-and-so is doing this thing to me. So but you got to look, you got to bring it back to yourself. So this is kind of the first piece I want you to look at is um, where am I not in allowance of what is, how it is, as it is. And I honestly don't think, like we're in March 2022, I don't think we've ever had a, a, a 10 second period in history where asking that question could be so, um, I guess, controversial, <laughs> right? Like, how could I accept this? It's obviously unacceptable. I have to fight it. And so this place, you're probably feeling your solar plexus is coming up like, how can you freaking say that? This is if ever there was a moment that was unacceptable, this is it. I have to fight, right? So every time we go into fight, we are in separation. We are in powerlessness. That's why like nobody ever wins a war. I mean, even if you win, you lose. All right. Someone said allowance is freedom. Yes. I'm going to share a really important piece that I share with, um, those individuals I work with privately or, or in groups and embracing health or awaken your business and be the medicine. When we are willing to be the ultimate receiver, meaning I receive my moment as it is, how it is without resistance, we access infinite power and creative potential. And what does it mean to receive my moment? It doesn't mean I'm a doormat. I'm just not going to do anything and let everyone walk over me. It actually gives us the ability to make a change. But if we're in rejection, we can't see what that is, right? Because we're in resistance. I've got to fight. I've got to make sure because I'm trying to avoid powerlessness, because I'm trying to avoid oppression, right? I'm fighting against something. So if I'm actually willing to receive my moment, the first part of that is feeling what it makes me feel. And 99% of most people's energy actually goes into avoiding feeling what is coming up for me right now. I don't want to feel shame. I don't want to feel powerlessness. So I'm going to like fight or I'm going to get that degree or I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to show everybody who's boss. I'm going to be tough girl or I'm going to be compliant girl so no one can be mad at me. And we put on our persona 99% of our energy goes into that so we don't have to feel what's here for us to feel. And that part of us doesn't realize that it's all just energy. It will just move. It might be a 12-second experience of that emotion. But if it's not who I truly am and there's no resistance, the energy moves through. What you resist persists. What you embrace, it, you know, it can only strengthen your truth. So if I'm willing to be the ultimate receiver, I receive what is as it is. That means so-and-so said this thing and I felt scared. I'm going to have that experience. Instead of trying to overcome it, 
reject it, avoid it. I'm going to have it because that's where I get my clarity. That's where I get my power. That's where I get the connection with wisdom. And then I can like make a change, leave the situation. I can do whatever is the highest is going to create the highest possibility. But if I don't receive the now, I can't do any of that. So receiving the now doesn't mean so I never leave when it's right to leave. So I never change something when it's right to change it. No, that's why most people won't receive it because they'll jump right into like, no, I've got to, I have to fight this. Someone says, what about when it's your mom, right? I can't let something happen to my mom. So we don't receive the moment. Oh, wow. I'm scared. Or my mom is, I don't know, like being abusive in some way. And I, it's my mom. I can't avoid her that, you know, I'd be a bad person if I left. So I have to stay. Yeah. But if you actually receive the moment, which takes courage and compassion, you're going to witness what's actually happening. Oh, there's this person in pain yelling at me because they don't know what else to do. I don't need to take it on the way I was just about to or defend myself or protect myself. It's not about me. I'm not threatened anyway. But I can't have that until I'm willing to receive the moment, right? So receiving the moment is a witness, feel, and experience what's coming up in me right now. So for you right now, whether it's what I'm saying and what's happening for you right now, or it's the world at large and what's happening for you right now. Um, just first look at all the things I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel powerless. I don't want to feel afraid. I don't want to feel um, oppressed, whatever it is. Um, and you can share. I'm chill right now because I did a lot already today. <laughs> That's great. Just listening to this is raising my frequency. Awesome. Rachel, I find it challenging, especially as an empath, seeing what's going on in the world. Yes. So that's the old foundation. I'm threatened as an energy sensitive being. Now I have all this negative energy. Oh no, I got a barrier. I got to protect. I got to get this energy off of me. I can't be open and receive the world. Yeah. Because you're in a foundation of separation. And this is such a big, big thing to get that I think you'll actually be able to let in. Not everybody can let that in. But when I'm in the foundation of I'm an empath, I'm energy sensitive, I'm threatened by all this negative energy. Now I have no choice, but literally you harden right here. There's like a shell in front of your solar plexus. Protect, defend. All your energy is going into defense, not creating what you are at what the heart is really desiring. What is the heart's true desire? Wholeness. So what if you let go of that barrier of protection? You're going to feel, the first thing is like, you'll feel the heaviness of the whole world. And if you're experiencing it from wholeness, wow, there's a lot of density in the world and I can be in compassion. But if I'm experiencing it from limitation, the separate self, I'm like pummeled. <laughs> So let that be a reminder. Oh, wait a minute. There's a lie here somewhere. Heaviness is not my truth. What if I'm not the threatened one? What if I'm not threatened by this negative energy? What if it's just energy? And if I don't have resistance to it, it moves through. 
it's hard not to be affected by other people's suffering. So, so enter into compassion, right? What is this bringing up for me? When I see people suffer, what happens for me? Do I feel uh, sadness that I don't want to feel? Do I feel guilt? Do I feel hopeless and helpless? Because if I'm willing to meet, because it's not true, right? If I'm an infinite being, I'm infinitely powerful. There's infinite possibility. I'm not hopeless or helpless, but there's a part of me that doesn't get that. So what if I just meet that part and have that experience and welcome the hopelessness? If I'm a powerful being, there is no threat in welcoming helplessness, hopelessness. It's just energy. It will move through. Does this work with physical ailments and conditions in our bodies? I think I know the answer. Yes. In fact, my whole body of work as a physician is now dedicated to this. And in the instant elevation program, it's tools. How do I work with this? Instead of feeling pummeled by other people's energy, how do I awaken and remember? Oh, wait a minute. So that the energy releases, it doesn't stick around. It's only what you resist that persists. How do I get out of resistance? Which takes great courage. So I can be fluid right now, even with shit happening, that's happening out there. The other piece I wanted to share here is with that projection, th this might be a little bit deep for, um, for this general broadcast, but I want to speak directly to those of you who have followed this kind of work for a while or started to sort of sense like maybe there's more to this than I've been understanding. When we move beyond the limited way of seeing the world as separate and outside of us, we begin to see the world is a reflection. Everything I see out there is something that's happening in here. Do I celebrate myself, be generous and loving with myself, and then I'll see it reflected in other people and it will move me to tears? Or am I holding judgment against parts of myself who maybe um, feel selfish? Do I hold judgments against parts of myself that really are scared and so end up like, take, 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 what's in it for me? Maybe it's only two cells. I'm not saying this is who you are, but can you have compassion for those two little cells that maybe kind of you're like uh, abandoning them? No, 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 I'm not that person. Because if it's out there in your reality and you're afraid of it or you're judging it, 100% of the time, it's something that lives in you that's been disowned. It's a part of you, maybe you're five years old and you're like, I hate everyone and you're hurting. And then that like got locked into some cellular experience and disowned, right? Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bypass that. Now I'm a good person. And so then we see it in the world, right? The world's going to be like, let me help you with that. Let me turn up the volume on this projection and blow up what lives in you. You are a microcosm of the, mic of the macrocosm. So if you think, here's my, my universe, the whole universe is inside of me. What the hell does that mean? The whole universe is inside of me. It means you're the projector and the world is the screen. What's in the projector? Is there some two cells of hate? Is there two little cells that are selfish and fearing? So I take, take, take. And then you see these big leaders out there who are doing shit. And you're like, I can't believe that person's doing that. We need to make that stop. Well, where am I in fear? And maybe have the capacity to do 
selfish things and take and have greed and, and fear so much that I want to like take it for myself. Now, I'm not saying that's who you are. I'm saying like, are, is there a little pocket somewhere where you can have compassion for that and understand, wow, I see in you what I see in me, the part of our humanity that doesn't know wholeness and so scampers and uh, 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 takes and judges and fears and protects. And that's what we're seeing in the dark beings out there the ones you're judging, the ones you're afraid of, the ones you're like, everyone needs to know about them. We have to stop them. What if that they become rendered powerless when you awaken with compassion to where does this live in me? Where am I scared? Where do I believe I'm powerless? Because that's what's playing out out there. Hmm. Paloma, my ex has given up on parenting while he's away skiing with his new girlfriend. I'm exhausted holding the emotional and physical space for our teenagers. Keep falling into the trap of my giving my power away to resentment. Yep, victimhood, victimhood. Just notice it. Wow, I'm really playing out victim right now. Don't make it wrong. That one's a tricky one. Like even when I use that word, people get very offended. But all it is is where am I living the delusion that there isn't a part of me creating this. I'm not saying it's the conscious part of you, but there's a part of your energy is playing out in your life. And it's playing out as I don't matter. That's why resentment. I don't matter. There's nothing here for me. I have to fend for myself. Everyone's just going to do what they want. Well, so what if you choose what you want and don't make it wrong that they're doing it so it's not wrong that you're doing it. You're not going to do it from self selfishness because it's not who you are. You'll do it from selflessness, but you will still choose yourself. Like, wait a minute. This is a good idea. What if I find more joy in my life? Would that actually have my teenagers come into greater balance? Yeah. Now there's less parenting. I've got to manage them. You're going to find that the, the world realigns itself when you begin to honor yourself in the equation of your life. let So receive it. Receive the pain of the moment so you can receive the moment because there's wisdom in the moment. Angie, Sharon, Paula, okay. I think the idea of allowance is another form of resistance. Acceptance seems easier for me. Yes, Pua. Because sometimes we think, Allowance is like passive, like, okay, I'm just going to check out and let shit happen, which is not actually what acceptance is. Acceptance is a very active process of courage and love. We can't have power if we, if we can't receive the moment. And if we're not in acceptance of what is, we're in resistance to the moment. When I was working in the ER and I wanted to like, I want to have this other thing and live this other life. It's my real self and I'm free, uh, but oh, I got to stay here. And it was like, I'm buying into the idea that I'm being oppressed and then I'm fighting against it. Maybe if I work harder, make this happen. Well, that wasn't going to get me anywhere. It wasn't until I received here is where I am in this system that feels so wrong for me. How can I receive it so that the recalibration happens within my system? Your body is constantly recalibrating into a higher frequency. 
And if you don't receive the moment, it can't do that. It's like it doesn't have the information it needs to do that. Feel it to heal it. Yes. Witness, feel, and experience what's coming up for me now. Yes, Denise. Uh, what we embrace, we erase. Oh, that's awesome, Katerina. <laughs> Allow things to unfold without holding. Yes. I'm having flashbacks of a horrendous event my kids and I have witnessed recently, and I've been frozen. Yep. And you're still in a, 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 what is a shock pattern to not let it in. Okay. So looking at how do I actually feel is going to access you versus what's happening. This is happening and that's happening and this is wrong and I've got to fight this and I'm going to fix this and I'm going to tell people about this versus drop in. What am I actually feeling? And one of the big things that will come up, and I think most small self systems are like resisting this with everything you got, is um, hopelessness, helplessness. We don't want to let that experience in because we're so afraid it's real that we think we have to fight it. And if I don't fight it, I'll succumb. But the truth is, everything, so what we resist persists, what we receive strengthens who we are, strengthens our truth. And it allows a dissolution of the false. Your body is a giant energy machine. It's a the most magnificent piece of technology in the universe. Well, in our universe. And we can allow it to do the magnificent thing it's designed to do, which is like if you think of projector in the movie screen, to create heaven on earth, to actually align with our nature and create an amazing, amazing harmonic of exchange and sharing and connection and expression and receptivity and love um, on the planet. And that is what we're here to do. And if we uh, are in resistance to letting in the moment, we don't let that calibration happen in our system. And we don't let that expression of that magnificent truth come through. We hold, yeah, we're in a shock pattern or we're in a shutdown pattern or we're like still three years old hiding in the closet from an abusive parent or, you know, and we haven't completed that in our system in the, in the now that we don't need to carry that. We don't need that reaction and that response. Um, uh, can this be done as parts work? Yeah, in a way. Uh, code Neo. We got to put a shield down to open your heart while the heart gets more tense. Yes, you have to release the barriers. Thanks for introducing me to Ho'oponopono. Yes, and that is, um, it's been a big part of my work, right? Welcome what's here. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And then I can show up fully in the light of who I am, as opposed to showing up in the persona, right? Like I'm going to share something really cool with you and you're going to love it. And doing the shit, which is like, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get something to happen. So let me put on the persona and the your persona could look totally differently. Like when I see kids who are like, I'm shy, they're like, don't hurt me. I'm scared. They're putting up a barrier. It's not the true self. 
right? Because we got all these layers. Where's the true self? Well, when the true self shows up, it's light. There's light in the world. There's truth in the world. It's easy. It's so easy to live in authenticity. But when we've been shut down to our authentic self, we're like, I got to learn. Where's my authenticity? And, you know, like I shared last week about authenticity as the medicine, as the healer. It's the difference between um, what I think and what I feel. The authenticity will always be found in what I feel. So what I feel, I feel scared. What I feel, I feel just apathy and lethargic. I don't even care. What I feel, I feel angry. I feel powerless. That's what's really coming up. What I think is I should do this thing. I should be this way. This is what will get me what I want. But it's like 10 steps disconnected from the authenticity. So most of what we're doing isn't actually going to create what we want at all. Whether it's like health in your body or a wholeness in the world. So my message um, today, my invitation is, will I receive this now moment so i so the intelligence in me is here so i allow in that wisdom and i allow in that intelligence and i allow that connection so then there's clarity then there's power right and then do i have more or less strength to take massive powerful action way more way more exponentially more. So I've had colleagues tell me like, well, that's burying your head in the sand because I'm not fighting and advocating and joining these groups that they're telling me to join. But the awareness for me is that would be a waste of my energy for me, maybe for someone else, it's the most powerful thing they can do. And it's totally authentic, but you can only know what's authentic for you and what is power for you and choose that. And you got to choose it no matter what anybody else says and no matter what anybody else thinks. That's the new foundation for the new reality. I will live my truth with compassion and love no matter what. Because the old reality we're in is like the polar opposite. I will suppress my truth no matter what so I comply with what everybody else needs from me. And like, look at where that gets us. And like I said, the, the universe, the world is like turning up the volume on, are you sure? <laughs> Let me give you more clarity on what it creates when you suppress yourself, pop a little more Prozac and keep trying to fit the mold of what you were told is the real truth and the real reality. Because guess what? It's not. It's a lie. <laughs> our financial system is a lie. Our medical foundation is a lie. Our educational system is founded on a lie. I'm not saying the people who work in those systems are at fault or in on it. They're just compliant with it and doing what they were told. More and more are awakening, realizing, wait a minute, there's, I don't know what it is, but this is not my path. I can't do this anymore. And then stepping out. And, and that's one of the main reasons I created the Awaken Your Business program was like, how do you find who you are? How do you find what you are? What is your path? Because it doesn't exist right now in the scene it's in the unseen, right? The scene is like the structures and the systems and here's what the real world is. Here's what you got to fit into, but it's all crap. It's not actually our organic truth. It's not even true. And so if you're awakening beyond that and realizing like, it's 
got to be something else. Um, this is a way that we do connect so that the wisdom in us guides everything we're doing, everything we're creating, especially in a business or assisting others or being a contribution in the world. You can't do that without being connected. All right. So that is the last piece, right? Like we're waking up from the matrix. It's one of my favorite movies. And I think it was such a genius gift to the world that we could see that. It was like 25 years ago, I think, 20 years ago. But it's playing out now, right? You're a slave. And the system you live that you believe is like the real thing. I have to do this or it won't be okay. It's not. It's not true. And your nature knows it. And your nature will awaken you beyond it if you listen. So if you feel like you're waiting for something to happen, you've got to go back and look, what am I actually feeling inside that is to be met? Right here, right now. Meet it here right now. Rather than let me keep waiting because I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm going to, oop, I'm going to have X, Y, Z happen. And then we'll finally be free. No, it will never happen like that. It will only happen through you connecting with the emptiness in you. So there's not, there's no longer something to wait for. I am here with this part of me. I am whole. I am in freedom now. I am in wholeness now, even with the world as it is, how it is, where it is right now. Don't listen to the part of the ego that says, but it can't feel joy when other people are suffering. Like that's the biggest lie. If you aren't willing to feel your wholeness now, the world will continue to suffer. You can't wait for the world to give you your wholeness. You have to bring your wholeness to the world. That is when we will see an end of war and an end of all this stuff that's happening in the world right now and pandemics and, and everything that's going on. We're in a game. And the more you give your power to the game, the more the game's going to take over your life. It's only to show you so that you can make another choice. So what if you love the game? Oh my gosh, I love that it showed me that where I was giving my power away or where I was buying into my fear so that I could embrace my fear instead and return to wholeness. Thank you, world. The world is perfect as it is. It's a perfect reflection of what's happening within ourselves. It's a perfect movie screen for you to be projecting onto. But if you begin to see, oh, that's what's happening. Now it all makes sense. Now I can play with it in a beautiful, delightful way where the world is a gift and what's happening is a gift. All right. I love you guys. I hope this resonated. I'm here every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. You can find me at drkimd.com and subscribe to stay posted with what we're doing, what we're offering, what events we have going on. There is a retreat coming up in May. We haven't like formally announced this or emailed or anything, but I reach out if this resonates with you. You can join me live in May in a beautiful resort in Phoenix. It's for women. This one is for women only. Um, and you can find the information for that at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. There are still some spots available for that. Um, we are going to be opening up uh, group mentorship with myself, private group mentorship 
for those who have been in embracing health or be the medicine or awaken your business that you'll have that opportunity to work with me directly. Um, I know a lot of people have been asking about that. And then yesterday we finished the be the medicine group and like everyone was asking about that. And I thought, all right, let's find a way to create this. Uh, that will be announced within the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Um, subscribe and YouTube. I'm at Dr. Kim Duramo in YouTube. And I look forward to seeing you here in the mind body community and Facebook that's where the conversation continues. Our mentors are in there to assist you in this awakening. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. <laughs> I will see you soon. I want to watch that movie right now. I feel we're a little complicit and that's why it's important not to blame. Yeah, look for where am I? Where does this live in me? Even if it's only this tiny little sneaky little two cells that I'm sure I'm not that kind of person. Well, where might this live in me? Can I have compassion for that? What you resist persists. What you embrace dissolves. All right. Thank you guys. And thank you for your comments, especially those of you listening to the recording, sending you so much love. Keep awakening. Keep believing in yourself, finding compassion and courage. Embrace what is. That's where you get the power to make a change. Be the change. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.